My name is Ben Beard, and I own Redcliffe Homes in Las Cruces, New Mexico. I'm searching for the top tips and tricks of the trade from experts in the construction industry. Welcome to the Ben Beard Show. Our guest today is Joey Poirier with Joey Poirier Construction in Nova Scotia. Joey, welcome to the show today. Thank you very much. I'm excited to hear more about your story. I think you and I connected on a... Uh, on the 10X uh, community Facebook page or something, right? Correct, yeah. Okay, right on. So we'll, uh, later I'll ask about how you got into Grant Cardone and everything, but uh, tell me a little bit about your, your background and how you got started in the construction industry. Great, well, um, when I graduated high school, like I was saying, I, I didn't really have any idea what I really wanted to do at that point. So I just kind of followed my, my cousin was in, in in a protective security course. He had done the first year already. And I thought that's what I wanted to do. So I followed him into that. And I quickly realized that that wasn't for me. So I ended up dropping out of that. And I moved back home. And uh, there was these, there was this, uh, I think it was for five weeks, these series of workshops where they would show you or present to you multiple career paths that you could go into and stuff like that. And so that's, that's where I got my initial interest in carpentry. They, they presented that and I thought it seemed interesting or whatever. So I, I uh, signed on with a local contractor at that, that time. And I did my, my hours and my apprenticeship that way. It took me five years to get all my hours and all my, to get my red seal in the, in the trade. And um, from then I went and worked outside of town for for a year and then I came back and did something else for a little while and then uh, five years ago I decided that it was time to start at that point I was doing a little work on my own like on weekends and stuff like that so um, I was starting to get a few calls and I decided it was time to opened my own company and started it with just myself and a few other guys and then been growing, you know, hiring a few more guys every year. And um, I'm in my fifth year into it now. And um, this summer, including myself, we were 18 staff members. I uh, just lost a few just because of some of them were students that went back to school and one of them moved away and whatnot, but uh, currently have 15, including myself. That's great. So what kind of work do you do for the most part? When I first started out, it was mostly small, smaller jobs, like um, replacing siding, roofing, stuff like that. And we still do that. Uh, currently, we do, it, we do anything from something as small as we just install the garbage box, made a little form concrete form and install the garbage box for the post office mm-hmm. to to our biggest biggest project which is still undergoing we took uh we took an old tim hortons building we tore the roof off of it we built a second story addition onto it renovated the entire building added double the size of the building onto the back side so the property it's almost finished we're a couple of weeks away and it's going to be a 10 unit apartment building Wow. So that's our biggest one. Like we, and we do, we do custom homes right from the ground all the way to finish. Awesome. 
we're a little different out here in the country as opposed to in the city. Like in the city, like my friends in, in uh, London, Ontario, for example, out there they'd have a contractor that would do um, just framing. They'd have another mm -hmm. company that would do just decks for every every build. They'd have a company that just does roofing. Here in the country, we do everything basically. Okay, so you get your own in-house labor crews, and you guys pretty much do it all. Yep. Residential to commercial. Yep. Uh, oh, we don't. Cool. I don't do commercial myself pretty much. Just that 10 unit apartment building, I'm classifying that as residential. Um, I don't have my own electricians, stuff like that, stuff like excavating, I sub that out. But anything, pretty much everything carpentry related, we do ourselves. Cool. That's great. And you said you're five years into your business now? Correct. So what, what size is your business? Or what kind of revenue will you do this year? I'm projecting will probably be around the 1.2 million gross. We were awesome. last year was about 800,000. So I'm projecting will be around 1.2. Okay, awesome. That's that's great growth year over year. So how is uh, how's COVID impacted you? Because I know Canada's been pretty pretty locked down tight, at least as far as crossing the border and stuff. Yeah, it, it hasn't it hasn't affected us work-wise in a sense. It has in other senses. Um, we weren't we weren't prevented from working. Um, we had to put some guidelines and protocols and stuff like that in place. Mm -hmm. And it was a really difficult time to get. It still is a difficult time to get materials and material costs and stuff like that. But we've been. I mean, it's been our busiest year for a couple of years. Construction has boomed through COVID for some yeah. reason. Yeah. Good. Okay. So you're so you're busier than normal due to due to COVID, but you're so you're basically the same as we are here. Every everybody wants to buy everything. Everybody wants to build something, and and now if we're all struggling to get the parts and pieces. Correct. Yeah. Okay. What's your uh, what's your labor situation like? I know you mentioned you're kind of in the in the country, so that's probably I don't, I don't know if recent trends have changed things for you guys out there as much or not. Um, I'm hoping that <clears throat> I've, I'm seeing a lot of people wanting to move here from you know Ontario and the states, and because mm -hmm. I'm getting a lot of that business to build these people houses and renovate the houses that they're buying and stuff like that. So. Um, I'm hoping that some carpenters are going to want to move here as well, because um, yeah. I could easily use another half a dozen people right now. You know, the right people. Um, I've had I've been advertising, looking for carpenters and experienced carpenters, and haven't had a whole lot of luck yet. But I'm going to keep keep pushing at it, keep trying to recruit the right people, and keep growing. There you go. Historically, over your company's growth, how have you found your best people? Are they people that have already had experience in the industry, or are you finding new guys and, and bringing them into the industry and training them? A little of both. I've been fortunate to get a few guys that are uh, really skilled, really experienced, and can you know can can drive can can drive a project and can, can uh, basically like take a project from start to finish 
So they're the mm-hmm. they're the key person on that project. Um, and then I have others that I have a few students that I picked up from grade eleven actually on a program. It's called Building Futures for Youth. Mm-hmm. They come to me in their in their grade eleven on a, for five weeks, and then they they went back to school for their grade twelves, and then when they you know, these two kids ended up liking the trade and wanting to follow up. So they come back to work for me after the grade 12. Awesome. They put their hours in with me and then they go into the apprenticeship. Um, one of those kids is still with me. He's currently 22, I believe. So he started like when he was 17. Wow. And he's, I can't say enough good things about him. Um, and the other, the other kid was started like two years after this first one and same thing he started he uh stayed with me up till this year and he would still be here the only thing is he moved he moved a couple hours away to be with his girlfriend that's going to school there or whatever but mm-hmm. i mean we ended on really good terms and like he'd be welcome to come back anytime if he moved back here type of thing well that's neat so tell me a little bit more about that program so they joined you during the school year as as interns they, they came to work for me in the summer after their school oh, okay. year, but it's through a program called Building Futures for Youth. So um, I think that's available for any trade or any building trade or whatever. Mm-hmm. They, they get five weeks. Um, and by the time they, it's, it's beneficial to both parties, to the students and to myself, because by the time they get to me, they've already been trained in fall protection and all the safety training that they're, they need yeah. to have. And um, they need to do, the students need to go through an interview process. Like there might be, I'm just throwing out numbers, but there might be 200 students apply for the program and they only select maybe 20 or so. Okay. So, you know, so you get, you know, the hope is that you get somebody like that's, good i've done it three times and i got three good kids the first two followed through with the program the third one that just ended this year probably not i think he's more leaning more towards being you know fisherman or something like that but he's still a good kid and he produced while he was here he worked hard and stuff like that so it's it's not a loss yeah well, that sounds like a fantastic program. We definitely need a lot more of that kind of stuff in industry-wide. So tell me, I'm curious to learn a little bit more about your your projects. I mean, what's kind of your your ideal project? Are you more of a custom home guy or uh, repair, remodel? What's, what's your favorite type of project? Building new homes. Um, I actually don't spend a whole lot of time on them myself. I get my, my two other guys are doing that part. Um, I spend, well, I'm, I'm actually finding myself these days, most of my time is being spent doing office work and organizing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, when I, when I do have opportunity to get, to get on the tools, I'm more on renovations and roofing. Okay. Um, I pretty well have a crew that does just roofing for almost six months of the year. Wow. Yeah. I don't really have a preference. I, I, I I like building new, but I also am really passionate about taking, like, um, I have a house. I bought a property here a few years ago that was ready to 
collapse and I completely mm-hmm. renovated it. My, most of it myself. My guys helped me a little bit on it towards the end, but I started it myself and I turned it into an Airbnb house that I rent out like nice. a rental. And I have another one going on a couple hours from here from where I am that I bought and it was it was and is going to be a three apartment building mm-hmm. one, two one bedroom units on the ground floor and a three bedroom unit on the upper floor nice. and I get messages from 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 people of the family that lived there before like the house is ready to be condemned really when I get it Mm-hmm. So they're seeing the renovations take place, and I get a message from a grandson that was born there, lived there for the first three years of his life, or whatever, and now is in his I don't even know twenties or forties or whatever, <laughs> and is is happy to see that the house is not being torn down. They're happy to see it being renovated. So I take pro- I take pride and joy in in taking old properties and bringing them back to even better than they ever were. Yeah really enjoy that yeah that's neat so how did you uh how did you get connected with grant cardone and what was when when did you start that journey i'm going to say that started probably a couple years ago i kind of stumbled upon him by by accident i guess i i started studying warren buffett and then started you know through youtube um searching Warren Buffett and it led me to Ed Milet came up next and there was one video where it was Ed Milet and Grant Cardone in a car talking for about five ten minutes or so mm-hmm. that was my that was my first exposure to him and oh. then just just starting you know punching in Grant Cardone on YouTube and, and that's how I got into it huh. and I, I'm I'm not the guy that goes to the swimming pool and just jumps in I'm more mm-hmm. of a walking slowly type of thing i keep hearing you know just do it just do it just do it (laughs) and i kind of wish i would have jumped in faster now i just signed up for the construction cash flow uh summit which is happening yeah which is happening next week yeah awesome that was that was a five thousand dollar expense which is something that i a couple years ago i never would have done but i'm starting to realize that my goal my goal is not to save 5,000. My goal is to make multi-millions. Yeah. One of my goals is to have 1 million invested in Cardone Capital, for example. So, yeah. So. Awesome. Well, good for you, man. I uh, I respect that a lot. I've I've been involved in, in the Cardone ecosystem for about, uh, actually about two years now. Um, and it's been nothing but beneficial for, for my business. And, and I've spent way more money than I ever thought I would with with them um between grant you know cardon training technologies and and uh cardon ventures but uh been been hugely beneficial for for myself and my business so i uh that's funny because earlier when you were talking about your story i was thinking man we should get you connected with cardon ventures so i'm glad you were able to to sign up for that i did yeah and so far it's been just um because of where i'm at and because of the pandemic and travel restrictions and stuff like that all i've done is uh virtual seminars um but i am hoping that when things come back to normal i i definitely do want to get down there in person i want to attend uh, live events i definitely want to be at uh, a live 10x 
uh, go con. Actually, yeah. one of my goals that I write every day is to be on stage and share my story at that event. So awesome. I'm, I'm driven. I'm driven to grow and to succeed. Well, Joey, tell me what what do you see are the biggest challenges facing the industry today? I think manpower. There's actually when I first got into the trade, this was you know going back 17 or so years ago. Mm-hmm. They were telling us at that time that there was going to be a high demand for for tradespeople, that there was going to be a shortage. We're definitely seeing it now. Yeah. Um, because every every business here is well, it's not just the trades, but every business and every trade and everybody's looking for workers. And I think that's that's all across the board. Yeah. I actually had a call with immigration yesterday, I think it was, and trying to explore the possibility of getting for foreign workers to, to come here, but it's not it's not exactly an easy task either no that's that's a big challenge i from what i understand i don't know a whole lot about it but well because there's a there's a the other child the other challenge is housing like we're we're advertising mm-hmm. for employees trying to get people to move here but there's also a shortage of housing so it's 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 difficult gotcha are you uh, are you getting into any of the new home uh, technology, smart home automation kind of stuff, or uh, any kind of unique or alternative building methods to deal with rising costs of materials? Not quite big on technology yet, as far as like you know the smart homes and stuff like that. I'm not big on that yet. Okay. Um, we I haven't done a full house like this yet. Uh, some of my some of my colleagues have i've done a few basements with icfs uh insulated concrete forms mm-hmm. um, and we are actually going to do a full house um the one we're starting next like in a couple months is full icf right to the right to the trusses so it houses concrete oh that's awesome so that's going to be you know that's got its benefits for for uh and it's energy efficient it's better for heating it's better for soundproof it's better for wind resistance it's better yeah. that's awesome i'd love to uh follow up and hear about that I, I remember sitting in a college class learning about icfs for the first time and it sounds genius sounded genius but i i've never had a chance to work with them here in uh in new mexico how do you see the industry changing over the next 10 to 15 years that's a tough question i'm i'm not <laughs> i can't see i can't predict the future i'm hoping I'm hoping to God that the price of materials is going to go down some anyways, mm-hmm. back down to normal. It's gone up um, an insane amount. Everything is getting yeah. down on COVID, but anyhow, I'm hoping it's going to come down some. Yeah, I met uh, some Canadian builders recently, and, and I had kind of assumed that you guys would have a little bit better lumber situation than we did, being that uh, you're in Canada, and that's where most of our lumber comes from. But they were saying you guys have had all the same increases we have. Yep. What is the best advice that you've ever received professionally? I would say it's, you know, it's hard to pinpoint something, but it's, it's definitely something with this year, 2021. I started using the 10X planners from Grant. And so mm-hmm. if you got that, you know, there's a section in there that has the quote of the day. And I, I, I got that from Grant. So every, the first, that's the first thing I do when I get up is I look through LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, get a, I get a quote of the day and it's, it's usually, Sometimes it's something I think of myself and sometimes it's most of the time it's something that I find and that I can share from, you know, people that I look up to like a Grant or Brandon Dawson or Ed Milet or 
somebody yeah. like that and there's you know every day it's something good like um, for example today's was something i shared from ed my that was when you're in the midst of doing something great it will never feel like it while you're doing it and it, it hit home because some days you're or most days for me anyways you're you're just pushing 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 trying to get as much done as you can and i do i do have a vision of, of you know what i want to accomplish but you're you're in the you're in the heat of the moment you're in the midst of it and it, it gets difficult sometimes and that really hit home because and he, he writes a paragraph to explain the thing um yeah you know you you don't realize you don't know you've made history until it's history because you're in the present yeah. you don't know mm -hmm. you've done something great because you're doing it yeah that's just an example every every day is something different um yeah i guess that's how i answer that cool i like that yeah i was just uh, actually at a, a new model home that we're getting we're opening up this weekend and had some past employees stop by to to visit with our current sales agent and just check things out and they were like wow this is so beautiful and i had to stop and take a second and go okay this does look nice like i'm i'm so in the weeds that like i gotta hang all these pictures and i gotta you know all the little last minute details i got the painter doing his last touch-ups in there and the cleaners already came so i'm worried about keeping it clean and you know all these little final punch out details and it's like okay let's stop take a minute and go, Hey, this looks great. This, this is really coming together. Yeah. You know, everything, <clears throat> everything you see, everything you can think of, you know, from whether it doesn't matter how small or how big it is, whether it's Amazon, Walmart, McDonald's, or it, it was all just a thought sometime at, at some point to somebody. Right. Yep. Well, Joey, who have you learned the most from throughout your career? From a construction standpoint, I mean, I learned I learned my skills from you know from the first contractor and 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 lead carpenter that I worked with. In most recent years, I've, I've um do you know who I mean by Brian Balmer? No, I don't. I don't think I know that name. He's on HGTV. He's a so he's got a he's got a construction company in Ontario, Balmer Balmer Quality Construction. Mm -hmm. and he started he started that on his own, basically like me. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know how many employees he has now, but it's grown significantly. And he's at the point now where he's like, he's on TV. He's got, he had different shows like um, Leave it to Brian, um, House of Brian, um, Disaster DIY. Most recently, Island of Brian, where they bought him and his wife bought an, an, an abandoned resort in uh, the Bahamas. Mm -hmm. They renovate it as a as a TV show. It's called Saru Lamar. And it, it's they operate that resort now. Anyway, he's got a program. Basically, I see you got a you got a sticker of Better Business Bureau behind you there. Yeah. So Brian Balmer has a program that's basically the same thing for the trades. It's called Balmer Approved. Because he was he was getting he was getting um asked all the time how to find good companies to hire right because mm -hmm. people get getting ripped off so he started this program so i'm with the better business bureau as well but i'm also mm -hmm. with bomber approved okay and um he's the guy that i've looked up to the most like i've seen all of his shows and um he's on he's my my top five list of people to meet 
with with Grant and himself and Brandon Dawson and awesome. So from a construction standpoint, Brian Bomber, because I've seen everything he does, and mm-hmm. from a business standpoint, also Brian Bomber, but also Grant Cardone and Brandon Dawson. Um, I'm gonna have to check out Brian. I, I had not heard of him before. Joey, if you could go back to your very first day as an apprentice on a job site, what kind of advice would you give yourself? You know, when I when I was a young kid, I eventually I eventually I got to this stage, but um, I kind of tell my apprentices, you have to be when you're starting out, your 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 mind has to be a sponge. You have to work hard. You have to do. You have to be respectful. You have to whatever the senior carpenters need like if they need you to sweep up or whatever you sweep up but as i was sweeping up i would also be watching listening and learning to what the more experienced guys were doing like that's basically it like soak up all the information and and um, experience that you can from the older guys while you have a chance to work with them that's great advice well joey thank you so much for sharing your story um how can people learn more about what you and your company are doing and and get a hold of you I'm on almost every social media there is. I'm on Facebook. Um, the name of my company is Joey Poirier Construction. I have a business page on Facebook. I'm on Instagram uh, at Construction with Joey P. I'm on LinkedIn. Um, I think if you just search Joey Poirier Construction, you can find me on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter at LTD underscore Joey. That's my Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also on TikTok, those videos and stuff. I have a website, uh, www.joeyporterconstruction.com. Yeah, Perfect. I'm not hard, hard to find. Perfect. I love it. Following Grant's advice, making it easy to find you. Yeah. Right on, man. Well, thank you so much, Joe. I really appreciate hearing your story. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening. I hope that you've learned something from our guest today. The Ben Beard Show is sponsored by Redcliffe Homes. The purpose of this podcast is to help young professionals find mentors in this crazy construction industry that we're in. If you have a story to tell about your road to a successful career in construction, I'd love to hear it. Please like and subscribe to the podcast to hear from all of our amazing guests. Join us on Facebook and Instagram at The Ben Beard Show.